I think our thoughts of the new heavens and new earth can become dull. And yeah. it's like, man, no, these things are like here to glorify God, but also to like excite you for the new heavens and new earth and all the things you're going to be able to see yes. and do and interact with. God's invisible and amazing attributes are on display all around us in the things that have been made. Welcome to What a Great Idea, a show where two friends who happen to be pastors are on a mission to spread wonder and awaken the inner eight-year-old in all of us through candid and childish explorations of the mind-blowing features of God's creation that we hope will leave you saying time and time again, what a great idea. All right, Derek, this is it. What a great idea. Grand <laughs> opening. This is it. How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I mean, uh, we it, basically it's our normal conversation just with a microphone and being recorded. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. You bring up a good point, which is really where this whole idea came from. Um, for me, it, it kind of birthed out of this literally is what we do when we, <laughs> we, we get on the phone or, or text every day. At least at some point in the day, you or I are sending a video of some mountain or a mountain goat, something in nature. And we're like, dude, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one it's of usually the, the, it's usually like the wildest looking animal too that you can imagine, like yeah. something so rare and ridiculous looking that it, it can't be real. And somehow it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, all right. So we'll jumping in here, um, I want to talk about first, what is the whole point of what a great idea? What does that mean? And why are we doing this? So in the opening statement in the opening little song there, uh, I just want to walk through that little intro. So it's, you know, what a great idea is two friends. All right. Me and Derek. So let's just stop right there. Uh, you and I have been friends for I don't even know how many years now, at least 20, a little yeah. over 20 years. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember how that happened, to be honest with you. Um, do you remember how that, I mean, I know it was like college group, but I literally don't remember like a moment where yeah, I actually liked you as a human being and vice versa. Yeah. You may, <laughs> you may still not uh, know, but my, you may still not like me as a human being. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I, I can remember that time frame, but I feel like uh, we were just in enough places at the same time together that it just kind of, you know, happened or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if there was any event like uh, anybody listening knows that uh, guys become friends really easily. And uh, well, you, you know, kind of effortless. <laughs> What's weird about that is I do remember not liking you originally. When, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because we both like kind of dated the same girl around that same time. I don't remember, but I don't remember the transition between 
see guys can do that though they can, <laughs> can be like yeah. yeah i didn't date her anymore uh what's up dude yeah. you want to go out and eat <laughs> yeah yeah that was literally like um i do remember that very specifically and i remember thinking pulling up to church like on wednesday night thinking if this guy's here we might just have to duke it out and <laughs> how childish it was and then i don't know like a few days later i I think we were hanging out um, and then our friendship yeah. really blossomed because we would go to, it was like a weekly routine where we would go to this place. that's no longer in existence called Cafe Miroma. Yes. And we'd get the best cheesecake ever. And then we would go to McKay's and buy used CDs and uh, jam out. Yeah. Usually Nora Jones CDs. Yeah. Usually Nora Jones. <laughs> I still jam out to old, old school Nora Jones. Oh, for sure. Yeah. About, <laughs> about every fall, I bring out the Nora Jones. Dude, I do the same thing every fall. <laughs> as soon as you can start rolling the windows down and yep. being like a perfect temperature to drive at night with your windows down. And yeah, uh, that's the time you crank up, you know, some Nora Jones. Absolutely. Okay. So two friends who happen to be pastors. So incidentally, you and I, in our own way, our own paths, were called to the ministry, became pastors. That's a weird thing. Um, I would have never imagined myself or you or both of us at the same time becoming pastors, but we are. Uh, and so what a great idea. I don't know, for me personally, and you can, you can speak for yourself, but like, uh, you know, sometimes ministry, it's heavy. It's heavy and... Um, and things can get heady sometimes. And for me, enjoying nature, whether that's animals or a stream, you know, a park nearby, just, I don't know, just getting joy out of creation itself is very grounding for me. It just kind of brings me back to like the purpose of why I was made in the first place, which is to enjoy God and glorify him forever. So, um, this is an exercise for me to just kind of help stay grounded and re remind myself to rejoice in the Lord in the midst yeah. of sometimes when things get hard, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm with you on that. I think sometimes we get so uh, caught up in the grind and it's easy to take for granted a lot of things. Like I remember, you know, I used to live in North Georgia in the Chattanooga area where there were mountains everywhere. And uh, I love the mountains and I, you know, you and I spent a lot of time in those mountains, but um, I, I got so used to seeing them that it was just natural that they lost their luster. And then when I moved to Alabama, I, I'm around no mountains. It's the flattest place I could, you yeah. know. And so now when I drive back to my hometown, I think, oh man, I love seeing these mountains. And then when I drive in back into Alabama or at least my portion of Alabama, um, uh, I appreciate the big sky and how I can see so far. Oh yeah. And, um, sunrises, you know, sunsets. Yeah. I just, there's something it's different <laughs> and, you know, it really caught me and I thought, I wonder how many things in life that I've kind of gotten so used to or have just let grow dull in my own heart. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think for me, especially animals and things like that, it, it really does make me feel like a child again and going to the zoo and yep. just, you know, experiencing and learning facts and thinking, my goodness, I can't believe this is, uh, you know, something that's real and made and, you know, <laughs> yeah. and look at what they do and, you know. So. Yeah. That's what it's all about. 
So, yeah, I mean, that, and that raises the next kind of part of that statement. Two friends who happen to be pastors are on a mission to spread wonder and awaken the inner eight-year-old in all of us. <laughs> I personally think, you know, when people are aging, they, they're growing up. To me, it's like something around eight years old, you continue to get older beyond that point. You continue to grow up and experience life and get jaded and you have good times and bad times and whatever. No matter what, somehow like something is frozen in time when you're eight years old and it's like stuck inside of you somewhere deep down. Yeah. It's all there. Uh, And so I don't know. I guess the uniqueness of this podcast, if there is any uniqueness at all is, you know, we're two dudes in our late thirties and we're talking about, gorillas (laughs) like geeking out about gorillas i don't know if that's a good idea or not but uh yeah it's just that idea of like man like if if at all we can help people just remember like just open your eyes like slow down long enough to go wow like a gorilla now there's an idea like (laughs) yeah well it's true and honestly too i i think um i think that there's something about going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, you kind of let things become dull and you get used to seeing certain things. And I think maybe without, you know, we don't do this uh, intentionally, but I think our thoughts of the new heavens and new earth can become dull. And it's like, man, no, these things are like here to glorify God, but also to like excite you for the new heavens and new earth and all the things you're going to be able to see and do and interact with. Um, you know, it won't be like going to a zoo. Everything, all this new creation will be around you and you'll be able to experience it more fully. And yes. that should, you know, and yeah, um, dude, that's it. And that, I mean, and that too, like, I don't know, when you think of it in those terms, it, it really does stir your heart and go, man, like God really is amazing. Cause if you have this like stale view of mm-hmm. God, like, well, one day we're, we're going to go to heaven, but heaven's probably going to be pretty lame and colorless and all these things. It's like, dude, like look around. Like if he did this, he's going to yeah. renew all this. Like I'll take it. I, yeah. I'll take that deal. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, and we sing every Christmas, like joy to the world. And there's that great line, you know, that, you know, he comes to make his blessings flow as far as the curse is found. And that's, yeah, that's well, it. Do you believe that? Of course. Then if yeah. you do, then, this earth being renewed and, um, you know, the curse being removed. And I mean, who knows what that's going to look like. That's going to be far beyond our comprehension. And, uh, you know, no eyes seen, no ears heard, uh, the things that the Lord has prepared for those who love him. I mean, that's an amazing reality and uh, yep. something to look forward to. Yep. That's it. Okay. So the, the last part of that statement is, um, to, to awaken the inner eight year old and all of us, uh, through what is, what does it say? Uh, candid and childish explorations of the mind blowing features of God's creation. Dude, I, I played around with two words, childlike and childish mm-hmm. and almost went with childlike. Cause it's, it's, it's a more biblical term, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, and childish can have a negative connotation, but honestly, like it, it feels a little childish in a, in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just to like yeah. talk about really cool stuff in nature, not in a like we're like zoologist kind of way, 
Uh, but just to go, dude, like, what a great idea. Which is like the last part is, you know, we hope people leave this going, what a great idea everywhere they, everywhere they turn because like, and that's something we don't always think about, but Genesis one, God created everything, you know, Romans one, God's invisible attributes are on display since the beginning of creation into things that have been made. Um, John one through Christ, all things were made and without him was not anything made that was made. I mean, so, so everything, all these amazing things around us all the way down to the dandelion which is a weed in your yard but still pretty awesome like these are direct (laughs) ideas from the mind of god and you know it's worship when we we acknowledge that and go what a great idea yeah (laughs) you know yeah it's so a couple things like to the people who would listen to this kind of podcast i would say one you probably already noticed that we've laughed several times and just uh, but that's part of it. We, we really do genuinely get a kick out of talking about these things and, uh, that's part of the fun of it. And we want to inspire others to have a good laugh about how wonderful the world is and, um, the beauty and creativity that's there. But the second thing is, is, um, you know, if you're looking for like the bare, very scientific, how things work, you know, you can go listen to another podcast, but then turn around and listen to this one. And, yeah. you know, it's not that we won't ever have facts, but like our goal here is not to just give you a bunch of facts about animals and go, you know, well, here's, you know, here's what they do and here's how it measures and here's, you know, their lineage, like some of that will come up, but really yeah. we just want to celebrate um, how wonderful all those things really are and how it points to, the creator so it'd be you know if you're somebody who's like a a zoologist in training or something it's like yeah go go get your textbook information and then come with us and celebrate it you know (laughs) yeah that's it and i think that's important too because you know in in the scientific age where everything has to have an explanation um you can lose the wonder in that you know yeah but it's like just because you can explain it doesn't mean it wasn't it's all the more the complexity of the mind of God yeah. to, to bring these things into being. Um, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Well, and that's the doctrine of divine ideas. You know, that's um, um, divine ideas is ultimately just that everything that exists and has existed um, is done by God's creative work, obviously, but it's comes from some, uh, an actual, idea a rational plan mental content if you will um you know from the lord himself so it's like you've got this being um who thinks of these things who has these ideas who actually creates and these things are so and that should make you want to pursue the lord all the more too and think my goodness this is um this god is so um creative and thoughtful and um powerful um and i get to know him you know yep that's awesome i love it so that's what what a great idea is all about and so there you have it uh so check it out we'll have more episodes coming our first episode coming up this is like episode zero i guess it'll be number one on the list but the next one coming up is derek and i are going to dive into the wonder of 
gorillas, and I'm excited about that. So we'll see you then.